Hi, welcome to the Life on the Grow podcast. My name is Alton Lorenzo Amor and I'm passionate about living life to the fullest and reaching my highest potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to share what I've read and learned from my experiences in the past and how it changed me for the better. I'll also be sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you control certain areas in your life, such as health, your mental health, fitness, and spirituality. Now, if you are someone like me who is open and hungry about taking life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Life is like a black canvas. Create your own art. Hi guys, welcome to the Life on the Grow podcast. I'm not even sure which episode are we on. It's been such a long time. It feels so good to be back. I know, I know. You guys have been waiting and been asking me, when is this podcast going to be released? And I say it's going to be released today. And I am very, very, very sorry for making you guys wait. And today, we'll have a very interesting topic, a very fitting one, given the circumstances that we're currently on. And it's about how to manage stress, how to lower stress and why a little bit of stress is kind of beneficial for your performance. But first, I'm gonna update you guys what I have been currently working on behind the scenes. So I'm not really working on behind the scenes. I have been slacking off. I have been procrastinating ever since I released that previous episode. I don't know why. I am still very vulnerable to these tempting negative factors. I have been watching Netflix, I've been slacking off, eating a lot of junk, I have gained weight, I have really bad acne right now, I have a lot of whiteheads, which I'm currently working on, luckily my sisters are very knowledgeable about skincare, so I am currently developing a really good skincare, I am not confident in saying I have been consistent about it, but anyway, veering off from the topic here. I know that you know we tend to veer off from our good habits, but it's okay. We as, just as long we don't do it for the long run. It's okay to veer off for a week or so, just to just make sure you get back on it. I have been journaling for a week now, and I can't say I've been doing it consistently, but I've been doing it for five days straight i mean like for five days right now basically i'm just writing down my thoughts how i feel how it affected me how this decision affected me how i could have made a better decision something like that and i usually just fill up one page a day before i go out and eat my breakfast so anyway now all that is being put to the side let's talk about how to handle stress i'm not how to manage stress and I'll explain a little thing about little stress can actually benefit you. So most of the information here I'm going to be talking about is from the book called Ikigai. Again, with the Ikigai, I recommend this book to you guys. It's very nice. It's very beneficial to your habits, living in the moment, how to handle stress, how to develop good habits, and all that jazz. It's very nice. I recommend you guys reading Ikigai. I forgot the authors of this book, but the title of the book is pretty easy to remember. It's called Ikigai, which is I-K-I-G-A-Y. Yep, 
So anyway, I'll be talking about stress and here's gonna be uh, here's the breakdown. I'll be talking about what this book recommends, how to handle stress and how to like, you know, to cope up with stress. And I'll be talking about my own viewpoint, my own standpoint about handling stress and whatnot. So first of all, this book states that stress is accused of killing longevity. The more stress you have, the earlier you die. <laughs> um, basically what it says. And it also stated that antibodies had create, I mean, reacted to stress the same way they react to pathogens, activating the proteins that trigger an immune response not only neutralizes harmful agents, it also damages healthy cells and premature aging. So guys, too much stress gives you wrinkles and makes you look old. So <laughs> this topic is really important. So the central pre- premise for stress reduction is focusing on the self. That means studious self-assessment, being more self-aware of what you do, how you feel, how you think, how you behave, how you react, how, how you interpret the circumstances noticing our responses you know this is very important self-aware is like the first key to everything great because when you notice your responses you can readjust and make better decisions because some of the things that we um some of the choices that we choose in our daily lives we don't notice it but subconsciously it's already happening it's already affecting our mental state our decision making everything such as your your sleep the food that you eat if you had too much sugar that really affects your mood your you tend to be more hungry and all that jazz if you have less sleep you'll be more moody you'll get angry easily you tend to eat more you tend to eat a lot of junk food so being more self-aware is really important, especially when you're making an important decision. And here, it states that little stress is good for you. In fact, little stress is a big motivator. It tends to develop healthier habits because little stress challenges you in a way that makes you want to be better. But too much stress not only it affects your well-being in a negative way it also affects it's very detrimental to your performance in whatever you're doing work training any sports related activity it's not good for you so um ikigai states um, a number of ways to cope up with stress it says that a lot of sitting will actually give you more cortisol and it also decreases your metabolic rate. A lot of sitting will aid you. So more, for more than 30 minutes, sitting is bad because it actually decreases your metabolism. So it suggests that every after 30 minutes or every after an hour, you, you stand up and just do a couple jumping jacks or just jogging in place or just do just clean your room. Maybe while you're listening to your online classes or, your, you know, doing your homework it it says that it will help get you in a better mood and it will also like increase your metabolism so it's best of both worlds 
It also states here that sleep is power. Seven to nine hours of sleep is for the optimal benefit. Any more than that, you'll end up feeling lethargic. Oversleeping is also bad, you guys. So under being under or being sleep deprived or when you're oversleeping are both detrimental to your well-being. Seven to nine hours of sleep is it's like your foundation of doing or a catalyst of having a great day. So make sure you get your good amount of sleep. It's also some of the things I need to work on. I've been having six or maybe five hours of sleep for the past month and which is really not good. It's affecting me in a lot of ways such as procrastinating, being lazy, not being able to work out, binge eating and a lot of stuff. I need to slowly develop the habit of having a good sleep and hopefully I'll get it. (laughs) So moving on. You also need to build a daily routine and detect harmful ones and cling to the good ones, meaning develop habits that that is beneficial to your well-being, that helps you become a better person, such as reading a book, doing chores, meditating, doing a lot of self-assessment, journaling, aspirations, smiling to the mirror, for 30 seconds which actually helps it boosts your mood just and really starts your day in the in the right way it also states that eating a balanced diet soaking up a moderate amount of sun each day i am not really knowledgeable about this but all i know is that after 2 p.m the sun is dangerous to your skin so anywhere before that you can let your skin be exposed to that Avoiding stress, alcohol, and caffeine. Too much caffeine um, increases your cortisol and also alcohol. So what I meant about caffeine is artificial caffeine, like energy drinks, pre-workout supplements. So maybe we should stick to like green tea or black coffee. I like my coffee black. And I also love green tea. That's my absolute favorite drink. So anyway, bringing off from the topic here, a positive attitude and a high degree of emotional awareness. This is a really big, big, big factor. Being optimistic, not being succumbed to the negative or external environments around us. We must also have a very strong core of principles and values that we need to come back to whenever we feel low. So that's very important. A stoic attitude, serenity in the face of a setback, can help you, can help keep you young as it lowers anxiety and stress levels and stabilizes behavior. That's interesting. So these are the ways that the book states so that you can handle or manage stress. And I'll be talking about how I handle my stress, what my daily routine is, and what I think is good. In handling stress I'm not really this is not really like handling stress but this, this is kind of like my daily habits that, that I think that helps me become a better person so every day I do at least five minutes of meditating 10 minutes and as, as I said I'm just being self-aware of things 
being aware of what I hear, being aware of what I feel, being aware of what I smell, everything. And don't give me that crap that everything's gonna be the same. Why are you meditating? It's all gonna be the same every day. It's not. If you just keep close attention to what you feel, everything is not the same. If you just be aware about the passage of time, it's really therapeutic. And when you're done with meditating, you do your self-aspirations. For example, you are confident. You're going to have a great day today. Nothing's going to stop you. Nothing's going to bring down your mood and all that cool aspirations you say to yourself to bring you a, to a better mood really helps to start your day. And also, I smile at the mirror for at least 30 seconds. I know it's a bit creepy and low-key cryptic, but it's really beneficial. Like right now, I'm just smiling at myself in the mirror and it gives me a really good mood. <laughs> so after that, I do not have a diet. I do intuitive eating. What I, what I mean about that is I only eat when I'm hungry. I only eat till I'm satisfied, not full. Because when you eat till you're full, you're, you're going to be like 100 pounds heavier by the next day. I eat junk food, yeah, but in moderation, I eat fruits as snacks. That's really good and very hydrating for the body. I drink a lot of water and I'm also very aware of what I put inside in my body, which is very important. Um, I try to avoid eating a lot of refined sugar and also processed food. That's also very important. So yeah, these are my daily habits. I mean. It's not really my daily habits. It's some of, some of the habits I'm trying to develop. And I also read books. I, I finish a book at least once a week, which is nice. Right now, I'm currently reading J.R. Tolkien's The Silmarillion book. It's very hard to read because it's in Old English and it has a lot of names. But it's very interesting. I love anything from J.R. Tolkien. I watch Lord of the Rings once a year with my sisters or The Hobbit. It's just an amazing show. But yeah, I read at least I think an hour a day or it just depends if I'm really in the zone. I take up like sometimes the whole afternoon reading. But yeah, I, I at least read and and this is also what I'm trying to, what I'm currently working on is my night routine. So basically, I practice gratitude. I just sit down and think of the things that I'm grateful for, that I'm grateful about. For example, I'm grateful for my parents. Um, I'm grateful for this roof that I'm currently under. The food that I eat, the drink, the water I drink the bed I lay on there's some of those simple stuff to be grateful for that really helps and also um, doing a lot of self-assessment on new distinctions about you what you learned today something new yeah some of those things really help and that is what I'm currently working on right now and it's really helpful so I am not saying that you guys should do this because I know to each their own. Um, all of us have a different way of coping. 
but just make sure when you're developing habits, it's something that will make you better as a whole, as a person. Okay? So I think that's it. That will be my podcast episode. And it's quite long. It's 15 minutes. I really want to go over an hour someday. I'm not sure how I'm going to go about that, but it will happen soon. So thank you guys for listening. And if you guys have any feedbacks, please do go on my Instagram DMs and what you felt about this podcast episode and give me your insights, what I can improve on. I know the audio is like the biggest thing I need to improve on because this microphone is not that the highest quality right now, but it's the only thing I could find which was cheap and and it's a microphone. So I need help here. So yeah, thank you for listening and giving your time. And I hope I brought any value to you guys from this episode. I love you all. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. If you like what you hear and if I've improved your life even by just the tiniest increment, then I've done my job. Then don't forget to follow Life on the Grow podcast on Spotify. Thank you guys again for listening. I love you all. And then don't forget, knowledge is not power unless it's acted upon. All right, talk to you guys next week.